Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia live here at My Talk 1071. And don't forget, tomorrow they're going to be hanging out with you guys at the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters celebrating Pride with a live broadcast that's again tomorrow from 3 to 6. But right now we are here at the My Talk 1071 studios. What is up, guys, and what do we have in store? We have a busy show, but we're so excited again. We're at Chanhassen tomorrow yes. doing our show live, and we always have so much fun. I hope you can come. Come and meet us. They always have a nice um, spread put out, and we always have drink special. Drink special. We mm-hmm. always have a blast. So we're looking forward to that. The motto. Okay, so Swiftiapolis. That's what we're going to be called on Friday. <laughs> Welcome to Swiftiapolis. Uh-huh. Have we ever seen this much hype around a weekend? I mean, this is. So much going on this weekend. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, uh, the Star Tribune, Chris Riemann Schneider had seven tips for how to get tickets if you don't have tickets. For, oh, okay. okay. Tell us what they are for the Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. Um, let's see. Check Ticketmaster, then check it again eight thousand more times, and do so <laughs> right up until showtime. Ticketmaster and Swift's handlers are not alerting fans about last-minute drop-off okay. tickets. But just, there are tickets that will be turned back both nights. We know this from experience. Yes, so there there will be tickets. So you just got to keep uh, refreshing um, a ticket. Some other cities have reported receiving ticket offers via email before the show. So okay. just keep an eye on your inbox, but it's a long shot. And the other thing with that is know the map of the U.S. Bank Stadium ahead of time. Yes. Because you don't... I was on the third floor for you, too. That's too high. Mm-hmm. But some people would do that, but for me, personally. Yeah. Let's see. Man, uh, monitor fan Twitter accounts like Era's Tour Ticks, Concert Leaks, Era's Tour Resale. Um, that's one. Uh, but few fans are reselling. But there may be some. Uh, there might be a modest drop in prices on like resale sites like StubHub. Um, consider a single seat. Oh, gosh. That's yes. a good way. Ask around. Just ask around. You never know. Who might have an extra ticket? Someone might get sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, you is, never know. Do not buy on the street. This is one case when Vinny, the ticket broker, standing on the corner simply cannot be trusted. Ah, oh, that's a really good tip because I was going to say worst case scenario, go down there. But that's a good tip. Yeah. And uh, consider another city. Smaller markets like Cincinnati and Kansas City appear slightly cheaper for resale. Oh, all right. But, you know. Or you could plan ahead because Taylor Swift announced five shows in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Well, she added all the big. She did, um, and uh, we got a little note from Tony, our um, European correspondent. Mm-hmm. Swifty Mania is happening in Europe for the er- Eras uh, tour. Yesterday, they everyone is going crazy, but they're in 
really cool places in rugby stadiums in Lyon, uh, um, a place where the Rolling Stones just played and Bruce Springsteen just played. I mean, it'd be kind of fun to go see her in another country because you can now. Yeah. Beyonce started off her concert tour European and then coming back here. Yes. T-Swift is here and then she's going around mm-hmm. the world. So I know it's exciting. There's a lot of excitement going on. Yeah, for we sure. We know what I saw Tootsie last night, which was super fun. We're going to have some of the cast members join us. Later in the hour, we, Twin Cities Jazz Festival, if you want to go to the other downtown, Lori. For free. For free. <laughs> and uh, we're going to find out all the great um, mm-hmm. acts that are performing there, individuals that are performing there. We've got a great vintage scandal today. And thank you to one of our listeners that helped us put that together. And Lori, Lori had dental work done. That's right. I had a root canal today. I'm still slightly numb on the one side. This is really how I would like to talk. This feels the most comfortable. Talking I need a cigarette and a swizzle of booze. But I mean, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I have dental trauma flashbacks. You the do? Smell, I had to get, I know. I had to get a blanket. I had to put tissue in my ear. I had to pay extra for nitrous oxide. I... Had to have the sunglasses on. I have, you know, like I almost throw up the smell of the drill and all of that. It was a root canal through a crown. Yeah. Heavy drilling, as it were. You need a strong, sharp drill to get through that. And I have, even though I have a big mouth, I have a small mouth. Oh, because she has small canals, remember? No, but my mouth... Does you do it, have a big mouth. I have a big mouth out loud with words, but physically small. Oh, so the, that's what he said. The uh-huh. lady said, uh-huh. I'm going to get you the thing to rest your mouth on so you don't have to hold it open. Oh, like your mouth is huge. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah. But I mean, physically, it is a big, wide mouth. I bet your dentist has no problem getting to your back teeth. I have Isn't it funny, the different traumas? I mean, like, Uh, you have the dental trauma. I had LASIK done once when I was 30, like, 8. Yeah. And the smell of of my eyeball. Okay. I could never, ever, ever, ever do it again. Not that I'm eligible either because I've got uh, something off. Yeah, but I think, can you only get that once? No, you can do it twice. You can? Yeah, you can. But it's just, so everyone has a little trauma. Grant, do you have a little trauma? The, my face? No, no any dental like or doctors oh, or anything? For me, I have I have the, what's that, enamel, weak enamel. So I've had cavities my whole life, even though I'm like a twice-a-day brusher. So I am like you. I need nitrous every time because just the noise alone makes me want to <laughs> cry. It, it, it does. doesn't do it to me. Oh, it does. It, noise. I go right back to fifth grade being on Johnson Air Force Base, having a dental, co- you know, a dental Air Force student wanking away in my mouth you know ah! doing whatever and Oops. i can see the green of the room the smell i just like oh i hate Trauma. it Do you, can you eat ice cream grant because laurie has oh, sensitive yeah. teeth yeah i don't have the sensitive teeth part but it's just the the sound and then like you know if you're doing that for two hours like you said something your jaw your uh, keep it open well, even though they, they have, have those the, they got the mouth proper yeah but I still it can make your i feel like your mouth your jaw can get sore even when it's propped open i just the dental i, I love all dentists out there but you guys are kind of shout out at the to same. taking care of your teeth because my dad said when he was you know it towards the end of his life jules it's five thousand dollars a day basically for your teeth mm-hmm. keep 
Keep your teeth clean. Yeah, because and my, go to the dentist. We grind in my family. Same. And so my dad always said, if you want to put a house down payment in your mouth, wear your night guard. Wear your mm, night 100%. guard because my dad had to get all those front row replaced, and he's like, it's like a down payment on a house. It is crazy, and I feel gassy from having my mouth open for an hour and a half. <laughs> like you're gonna fart? Yes, I you just too much hair in your cavities. <laughs> yes, I just feel well, get it all out before oh, our guests God. come in. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm a wreck today. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> That's gonna we've, be fun. We've got it all going on. Oh, all right, we we're sure gonna do. we're gonna take a quick break and we come back. Another installment of the divorce of you know the year. I think mm-hmm. uh, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julian. All right, my talkers. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. They're your hometown experts for the last 30 years when it comes to home exterior needs like siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. But right now, it is summertime, which means severe weather can be around the corner. I mean, we haven't had a lot of rain lately, but fingers crossed that we get some rain, but hopefully it's not severe weather. Now, if it is severe weather, they're here to take care of your roof or any hail damage that you might experience with severe weather. Now, also, do know there is a time limit to get your severe hail damage fixed from the year prior. So if you had some hail damage from last year's storms, make sure to reach out to Hoffman Weber Construction so that they can get a hold of your insurance company so that you have the right amount of time to get the job done. And the best thing is, the crew at at Hoffman Weber Construction is going to walk you through the process. They're not going to give you a high pressure sale and they're going to handle all the insurance conversations that you do not want to have. Like I said, severe weather storms from last year, you only have a certain amount of time to get that hail damage fixed and Hoffman Weber Construction can do it for you. Start out at hwconstruction.com. Again, that's hwconstruction.com for more information. Oh, the weekend. We're going to be talking about him later in our show today. He's having so much fun with his TV series, The Idol. In the meantime... In the meantime, let's first move... It seems like just a year ago, we were all about Austin Butler and Boz Lerman's Elvis. And now we got today Sofia Coppola's trailer of the... A movie called Priscilla, which is a hundred percent taken from Priscilla Presley's book that she put out in nineteen eighty six or eighty seven called Priscilla and Me. Right. And Jacob Alordi, the hottie from Euphoria, is playing Elvis. Oh, but cool. the story is all seen through the eyes of Priscilla. So okay. check out the trailer. Yes. It's posted. It's a 45-second montage set to the song How You Satisfy Me by Spectrum. It just shows quick shots of the Presley stories from her schoolgirl years in Germany. Because remember, she's 14 when she meets Elvis, and Uh-oh. he's like 21. I, again, this is when we think about this. Yes. So. What parent would ever let their daughter? Uh, he worked with Elvis, remember, on the, the her, her dad. That's how they knew each other, right? No. In the service? I feel like he did. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he was stationed at the same air base. From what I remember about reading the book, Priscilla's mom very much pushed her towards, she was kind of a... An Elvis fan. She was a, a, a star. Yeah, she felt like her daughter, would if he would meet her, he would like her. And they had chaperone dates and blah, blah, blah. So she does, she meets him at a party and he's already a superstar, but he's right. in the army. And so anyway, we'll see how Priscilla handles it. But this movie will be debuting 
at the Venice Film Festival. Okay. Which always happens when we're at the fair. Yes, it does. And it gives us great content. Uh So this movie is debuting there. Michael Mann's Ferrari starring Adam Driver. It's a good story. Yeah, That's I don't a great, know how old it was. I, yeah. Ford versus Ferrari was a great movie, but yep. this is uh, just Michael Mann's Ferrari. And then um, Luca uh, Guda Gugino. Easy for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> he, say it again. Call me, call, I, me, call me by your last name or whatever yeah. that movie was. He, we posted the trailer yesterday, Challengers with Zendaya. Yes. And the tennis, that's also debuting at... Um, Venice. Venice. Okay. And then a movie called uh, Memory, starring Jessica Chastain, is also going to be one of the premier movies. She's a workhorse. Oh, my gosh. She's... She, on um, Broadway movies, Broadway movies, wow. Here's the question Roger Friedman posed today. All right. Um, the first question about No Hard Feelings... A middle-brow comedy from Sony Pictures is why did Jennifer Lawrence agree to it? You can ask yourself, what would Meryl do? Would (laughs) Jessica Chastain do it? Or you could do another thing and say, No Hard Feelings is a kind of half-amusing movie that Jennifer Lopez would do. But why does Jennifer Lawrence do this movie and go full frontal nude? Serious? Despite I, having okay, an so this is, comes out tomorrow, and mm-hmm. it's where she's kind of hired to get a young kid ready to be a man, right? She lives in Montauk, which is the yeah. Hamptons. Mm-hmm. She has a great body. We see all Beautiful. of it. Her mother has left her a nice house, <laughs> but Maddie, I'm reading from Roger. Maddie <laughs> hasn't paid the property taxes. Oh, dang! And now she has a short time to pony up or lose it. She answers an ad played by a rich couple, Matthew Broderick and Laura Bonatti. Oh, dear. Who fear their 19-year-old son is a dork and must get laid. <laughs> Maddie, who's 32 and very Botox, figures this is the easiest way to make money fast. And anyway, Roger is not a fan <laughs> of the movie, and he cannot understand why Jennifer Lawrence would go full, it, full frontal noodle. 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 So anyway, he she wonders about that. She has a bad that. picker, though. Ever since, you know, Silver Lining Playbook, she did that joy. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thing about the mob. That's she, when she's gone off she the She kind of went off the rails and then she did Mother. Passengers. I mean, she Passengers. got famous for her very literary first movie, Winter's Bone. She stood in front of us at the SAG Awards. We had no idea no, who she didn't. was. No, we did 
gorgeous. Her Oscar, yes, Silver mm-hmm. Lining. She made money from the Hunger Games. And she was then, good in the other one, besides Silver Lining, the one about the 70s. Oh, America. Oh. Yeah, American, American, Hustle, Hustle. American Hustle. Yes. I think that whole movie was good. I think, yeah, I think she was all right in that she one. She was all right, but yeah. she was in a successful movie. Yeah, Amy was... Adams got robbed on that movie. Oh, she I know. She was brilliant. God, and then she had a horrible movie that she did with her boyfriend at the time, Darren, Mother. Yeah, Mother. Darren Avatskoski or whatever. Anyway, he wants her to have a rethink <laughs> on her whole career. I, it's kind of surprising because she really has taken a break. And she yeah. had a baby, and yeah, she got yeah, married, yeah. and she really took a step off. And it's- Anyway, he hates this movie, and All right, he can't well, understand why she did it. But if you want to, you know, see Jennifer Lawrence, full frontal, nude, you're going to get it in this oh, movie. Yeah, we heard a bell heard from a bell. the mail on the staff. All right. <laughs> nice to know. Sorry, All right. Sorry, I'm got just a little it. intrigued. Kevin Costner's estranged wife, Christine Baumgarten, was spotted at her lawyer's office in Santa Barbara yesterday. And um, apparently, uh, according to doc documents obtained by people, court documents, she wants two hundred and forty eight thousand dollars a month for um, child support. All right, I'm, I'm giving you Plus, a, a year wants, of that. She wants it's it's almost three million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he made more than yes. nineteen million in twenty twenty two. I don't have any problem with that. His family expenses in twenty twenty two, which included school, entertaining, and trips, was about seven thousand dollars. And um, he'll pay in addition that to that. He'll pay all of the the kids' stuff and everything. Tuition. He wants he wants route. I heard because he wants to start filming on that property. Did you hear that? I heard that somewhere. Mm. Am I making it up? Am I dreaming of Kevin? I don't know what's happening it here. May, it, it, I have not seen it, but it, I feel it, like it would. I, I feel like I read that somewhere. It's the perfect ranch, I guess, for what he's trying to film, if that's the case. He did leverage that property, but I didn't know he leveraged it for I don't know. Script. I'm I not filming any movie. He's filming those Horizon movies in Utah. Oh, there we go. Then we those know are right. big. Like, you think Why does John he want Ford, her out of there so quick? Just because he's bad. Because she filed. Yes, there And you go. she might have been fooling around with the tenant. Yep, and, and he supported her kicking the tenant out and little and maybe that. Yeah, it's all very anyway. So yeah, that's you know people will be all judge Judy on her, but I mean you do have a certain style of living Absolutely. and everything, and, and you've got three young teenage kids. I, 15, I expect a lot and thirteen. She deserves every dime. He's got plenty of money. But she looked down. She looked dejected. She looked very skinny. I was looking at her in those well, pants the, she was wearing. Yeah, the divorce diet. The divorce diet. Mm-hmm. I gained 50 pounds, but good for her. <laughs> I mean, everything I mean is laugh, opposite but... on me. Mm-hmm. I think I shrunk two inches and gained 50 oh, yeah. pounds. Mm-hmm. But good for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, their kids are 16, 14, and 13. And the oh. only thing they do agree on is joint legal custody. That's great. They do. That's yeah. all. That's a, the most important thing. Yeah, is Five put years. the kids first. Five years until the last one's eighteen. So, buck up, Kevin. Not too hard. And he says, you know, he supported her in a number of failed businesses, including a handbag collection, a wellness collection. I mean, they're really <laughs> they're going they're all in. <laughs> yeah, they're digging. Oh my word! Slay in the dirt. Yeah. So we'll and- find out. Anywho, and uh, people who are going to Somerset this weekend for the Willie Nelson Fest. I was going to buy tickets to this. And? Well, 
Robert Plant and Allison Krauss canceled their Missoula oh. appearance tonight, and they're playing Saturday, I believe, oh, here. So, no. Oh, just as an everybody gets well, because that's the other big... Yes, that is. ...act on that ticket. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Soon. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have been working with you for years, but we've never really talked about prenups. Give us the lowdown. Well, a prenup in the state of Minnesota is also called an anti-nuptial. So if you hear that, they're talking about the same thing as a prenup. Um, I encourage a lot of people to consider getting them, whether you have a ton of assets or little assets. It makes everything much more streamlined. You know what you're entering into. You've got your agreements in place if you get divorced in the future. They also address what you will do with your assets in the event of death. So it really helps for estate planning and it really just helps for the future to avoid disputes. I love that. Okay, so but what about a postnup? Postnuptial agreements are simply agreements that people who are already legally married enter into that again will also address what would happen to their assets in the event of divorce or in the event of death. So again, these really can help streamline the process in the future. Great information and for your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to trustorlaw.com or use my tech keyword divorce. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are delighted. We have two of the cast members of the traveling Broadway show Tootsie that is in town through the weekend. Yet another thing happening uh, downtown <laughs> Minneapolis. We have Ashley Alexandra, Hi. who plays the Jessica Lang part. Yes. Uh, Juliet. And we have Adam Duplis. Am I... Duplessis. Oh, Duplessis. He's a a duplicate. I'm seeing double. And he plays the grumpy director, Ron Carlisle. So thanks, you guys, for coming in. First of all, so much fun. And then I also read, this is your last town that you're touring to. Yeah, yeah. How long have you guys been on the road? Two years. Yeah, two years. uh, September 21. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And is it all U.S. that you go on tour, or do you go out of the country, too? No, this tour in particular has just been the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feelings? Are you exhausted? Are you excited? Is it going to be bittersweet? Bittersweet is the word. Yeah. It's uh, excited to move on to new, other exciting things, but uh, you become a bit of a family together, mm-hmm. so the fact that you're leaving your family is kind of weird and kind of scary. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I would think so. Give some of Juliet... I want to call you Juliet. But <laughs> Ashley, okay. yeah, give, give everybody the setup for Tootsie if they can't remember seeing the original show mm-hmm. with Dustin Hoffman and Jessica Lange. Sure. So the show takes place in New York City, and, um, and Michael Dorsey is a pretty arrogant and uh, bad-tempered actor. He's very good at what he does, but he doesn't know how to act when he's at work. And because of that, <laughs> he can't really get a job because no one wants to work with him. Um, and his friend comes over and needs help with an audition and he helps her but also realizes it's a job that he thinks that he can do so he creates this entire persona and decides to audition for the show and then books it um, and now has to live as this alternate person um, and kind of deal with the hijinks that ensue from there um, Julie is already in the show and dealing with some nonsense from her director Ron Carlyle mm-hmm. that's me <laughs> um, and doesn't really know how to address it, but this person comes in and um, has a strong mind and really wants to take the reins on things and takes her um, seriously and takes her at face value. And Mm -hmm. together they kind of change their world together. And it's been updated because it's not a soap opera star Mm -hmm. position. It's in a play on Broadway. Well, I'm sure if you look at any movie from 82, you know, the cultural things are... 
going to be different. Yeah. yeah. Things that we would say or would have done then. It, it's so, it's really fun. Yeah. It's really fun. The set is absolutely, I'm always in awe of what Broadway shows are big, what theater can do to change out a stage. Mm. And the way the apartment that the guys live in unfolds. Yeah. It, I just think it's so clever. It's so beautiful. You have a beautiful voice. Thank you. Um, <laughs> how many it, songs? Um, how many songs are in the show, or mm-hmm. how many songs do I sing? Oh, how many shows are in the song? Um, Several. 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 Oh, oh, that's good. an excellent answer. <laughs> good. That's I was like, ah. Uh, <laughs> do you sing several? I do sing you a do. couple. I okay. sing uh, about four, I okay. believe. Mm-hmm. I think. I know mm-hmm. the words to mm-hmm. all of them, um, yeah. but I think there's about four of them that I sing. Yeah. And both of you guys, you know, you've been in Little Shop of Horrors, mm-hmm. Ashley. You've been in some Into the Woods, yes. which is playing right now at the Guthrie. You have been in Jesus Christ Superstar and many other shows. How does the music in this kind of, you know, Tootsie, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a play with great music in it. Yeah. You know, does that make, is that the wrong no, no, interpretation? Because I think some of the acting in it was so hysterical. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. No, I think that's that's pretty accurate. I mean, like it, it's really book heavy. Um, Robert did win a Tony for writing the book, yes. so um, it is very book heavy, and the the music kind of just flows in and out. I would say I'm usually the one asked to be uh, screaming the song, thus like shows like Little Shop of Horrors. So mm-hmm. it's nice to kind of take my temperament down, right. at least mm-hmm. from the other things that I've done. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do to keep your energy up? You know, that's an interesting thing. When we travel around the country, we go to um, like all coast to coast and everywhere in between. And we encounter different audiences wherever we go, which is always exciting because you never know what you're going to expect until the curtain rises on that first night there. And so you'll have um, some audiences who are quieter but they're focused and they're really paying attention and you get other audiences that come along and they are just there for a good time and let me tell you the minneapolis audience is incredible it was a electric it was so fun it was amazing it is so exciting for us and the, and i i'm sure you must have heard this a lot there's there's this like kind of symbiotic relationship between an audience and a cast whereas the more response the audience is giving the more we we feed off it and there's this wonderful energy that's created and last night was absolutely electric probably one of the best shows we've had really yeah it was so exciting it was so exciting genuinely like people were walking off stage and they were like this audience is insane when jeff sums it up <laughs> at the beginning of act two i thought i was gonna pee my pants that really was one of the funniest 10 minutes i don't even know how long that went on for mm. but that's so clever mm. and suzanne his the girlfriend she's hysterical yeah you guys are brilliant too i mean you are very funny and very snotty <laughs> but you do you such a good job and you're so lovely thank you i mean really it's a fun fun show how long is it here till sunday just till sunday but you guys have two performances on saturday two performances yes. on sunday mm-hmm. do you have a um I mean, this is the end of this long tour for you guys. Do you do something special before? I've never, we've never toured. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you do something special as a team before the last episode or show? The last play, the last play, performance. That's the word, Lori. Thank you. I mean, we have 
we we do have a closing night party, so um, we will be able to get together with like some of the creatives and some of the producers and people from our producing company mm-hmm. and the cast and crew as well, and kind of get together and say our goodbyes before the actual like last show. But I don't know. I I don't know. I think I tend to have a little bit of like um, horse donkey blinkers right, on. You don't want to think about it. I don't want to look. I don't want to look. You both have gigs lined up. Your next ones. He does. Okay. I'm gonna go back home and lay down. <laughs> I, I believe you. Yeah, Ashley. Okay, you're gonna take a nap. Yeah, I'm gonna take a nap. It's been really crazy. I was thinking about it, and I was like, I haven't like the show that I did before this was four years ago mm. because it was like it was COVID the, right before it. this yeah. was the pandemic. So, um, to be able to do something not only this big but this fun for so long. It's a very large chapter of your life, and I was very good about not thinking about it and just moving my little butt along until people started asking me about it. And then we were in sound check, and I like almost cried, and I was like, "This is too much." <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm doing I'm I'm trying to follow Adam and put my blinders on and just like mm-hmm. make, make it through. It the true. End. <laughs> Where do you go next? What's your next show? I travel to um, Virginia to uh, Shenandoah. I'm doing their summer music theater program there. Mm. So the I'm way doing... you even just say Shenandoah, it's so <laughs> it's so lovely. <laughs> do, you, do you have a favorite scene yeah. in that? Thank you, Grant. Do you have a favorite scene that you do that just makes you like, I'm a star. I'm up on stage. This is so awesome. Adam, so we did a, um, one of our cast members did a Instagram takeover a couple weeks ago and I said my favorite scene and it happened to be with Adam and Adam has been rubbing it in my face ever since I said that. I wouldn't say rubbing it, Mm. just enjoying. Is it when he comes to your apartment? Yes. It's the very last, the very last scene that we have together, um, Adam and I are, are good friends. I would say we've been together for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've bugged him a lot. And <laughs> it's one of the few times where I just get to yell at him. And it's a really <laughs> great time for me. Because <laughs> you're so sweet. Yeah. You're, you have such a sweet, kind demeanor in Tootsie. Yeah. We're talking about Tootsie if you're just joining us. It's so great. Tickets start at $40. It's at the Orpheum downtown um, Minneapolis. And it's there through Sunday. There's got two on Saturday matinee and afternoon performance on Saturday and Sunday. It was so much fun. It's so fun. The energy downtown, though, is really fun, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really fun. I'm very excited for this weekend. Oh, my gosh. I'm very excited to see everyone else. Yeah, it's uh-huh. going to be crazy. It's going to be so exciting. And you're going to have a lot to do after gonna, the show. The, yes, yeah, things absolutely. Things are going to be popping. It's going to be electric on stage, and then we can step out the stage door, and it's going to be electric outside yes. as yeah, well. Yeah, it is. Did you guys watch the Tonys this year? We didn't get to. We oh, actually had a show. We have been fortunate that I have missed the Tonys two years in a row because I've been on stage, which, mm-hmm. like, honestly, best reason to miss it. No kidding. Yeah. It was great. Um, Hennepin Theater Trust, who has the Orpheum and does all the Broadway shows in town and many other theaters, they had such a great ad in it that I want to tell you about Dale Stark is on the other side of the glass. I mean, it just, there's so much great theater in this community, and it's mm-hmm. so fun to have you here, and I hope you guys just love up Swiftyapolis. Or Tootsieapolis. Easy for us to say. Um, we've got a song that we're going to just kind of lead out with. Um, and I think it is um, 
what's going to happen? No, unstoppable. Oh, unstoppable. unstoppable. Oh, it's mm-hmm. unstoppable. unstoppable. But I just, it, what a treat to come in. Thank you for taking time. Thank it was so much Thanks fun. Thanks for having us. People go see the play. It's so enjoyable. And you both had very memorable parts. Thank you. <laughs> you both stuck out. It was really, it's really fun. And congratulations to him. Wish you all the success moving forward. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Absolutely. Here we go. <laughs> Tickets at Hennepin Theater, Rouse.org. Hey, everybody. Uh, Lori here for First Equity Mortgage. And working with First Equity means solutions. You've got somebody on your side that's a champion to help you get the very best mortgage or refinance, if that's what you're doing. Real estate agents love working with them because they recognize the name and they know everything is going to uh, go as it should be. And First Equity, they're not affiliated with uh, any one bank. They have access to all the programs that would be out there. So they might be able to weigh in on 20 different options that could be a solution for you for your mortgage. To get going, to get David or one of the super mortgage professionals helping you, call 763-251-8000 or to send an email, which I think is the way to go. Go to uh, mytalk1071.com, keyword David, to get started. That's First Equity. I think we should just say that the parade is on Christmas Day next year. <laughs> Based on that word vomit I just had there, wow. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. And um, they were great. Yeah, that was that fun. That was fun. Yes. Oh, I'm telling you, that was a fun show. That and was a really fun his show. His voice. Holy oh, yeah. he's, he's so smart and clever and funny yeah. in it. Does he drop the accent to have... You never knew he was... Yeah. Okay. You never knew it. He's this director. I always wonder, how is it that that they, English accent, that Aussie accent, that uh, South African, they're so easily able to do just a straight-up American accent right. and well, drop think it? Well, of, think of... Was it BTS that learned how to speak English watching Friends? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think some of that... Who even knows? But he... They were both just lovely, so that was, that was fun. I just want to give a shout out to one of our Loj Book Club authors. Yes. Um, we got a nice thank you note. Yeah. Lori from Nancy Koshery. I think her name. Mm-hmm. We had a hard time with it. She wrote book the book. book Graceland. Oh, love that book. Where the granddaughter travels with her grandma. To, mm-hmm. it, it's such a great book, but she's going to tomorrow night be at Next Chapter Booksellers, which is on the corner of Grand Avenue and Snelling in St. Nice. Paul. Nice. And she's going to be there at 6 p.m. Cool. So if people want to stop by and see her and um, she was just really, she was a lovely, that's a fun book. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Well, right. I tweeted Curtis Sittenfeld about her book, Romantic Comedy. And I said, we had you on for your very first book prep. And second. And second mm-hmm. and third uh-huh. and fourth. <laughs> and now we can't get anyone to call us back. And she liked it. But that's good. Oh. I can't get a hold of her. That's My mom is even... reading the book. Everyone's reading the book, Lori. <laughs> we just, we're just not. Let's acknowledge it. But <laughs> Let's acknowledge it, right. but that's what we're going to do. And again, we're so excited. Tomorrow we'll be at the Chan. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Um, I got to give you a little update. Oh. Taylor Sheridan is talking oh. about Yellowstone. Oh, okay. What is he saying? He, um, he revealed their ongoing, quote-unquote, discussions with Kevin Costner to film the final episodes of the show. And um, 
It's been on five seasons, and Paramount confirmed the drama will end following the second half of the fifth season, right. which was like in January. Right. And there was all this, you know, talk about Costner would walk away before wrapping it up and that there was a feud. But oh. according to a conversation Taylor Sheridan had with The Hollywood Reporter, he said, my last conversation with Kevin was that he had this passion project he wanted to direct. Right. The movie. Yeah. The four part movie. Yes. yes. That made his wife's heart sink. Yes. He and the network were arguing about when he could be done with Yellowstone. Okay. I said, we can certainly work his schedule toward his preferred exit date, which we did. Yeah. And then he told the Hollywood reporter, um, he said, my opinion of Kevin as an actor hasn't altered his creation of John Dutton is powerful i've never had an issue with kevin that he and i couldn't work out on the phone but once lawyers get involved then people don't get to talk to each other and start saying Uh things that aren't true and attempt to shift blame based on how the press or public seem to be reacting he took a lot of this on the chin and i don't know that anyone deserve it deserves it his movie seems to be a great priority to him and he wants to ship shift focus i sure hope the movie is worth it and that it's a good one he's out kevin mm-hmm. costner's out i i he said wow. i'm disappointed it truncates the closure of his character it doesn't go. alter it but it truncates it he's out yeah i think i don't think we're gonna see kevin for the second half i really don't i do not see this has been something that's been kind of coming around in some small blogging and people he's with this i don't think he's gonna come back for the second half Sheridan hinted how Costner's character would not be around for the end of Yellowstone. And the conclusion is no different to his original movie script. Oh, no. And that Costner's leaving the show to focus on his new four-part movie project called Horizon. put everything towards. He has a mammoth shooting schedule of 220 days for that movie. Okay, Christine. He's been working on producing it for 35 years. Wow. He finished the first movie last November. The second is supposed to wrap this week. He is said to have asked for fewer days during the last few seasons of Yellowstone, and the producers were frustrated. Um, Kevin's been unfairly portrayed in all of this. So um, it was claimed Costner grew Frustrated with the direction Dutton was heading in. We, Grant and I have said that. He right. hates being governor. Right. It well, doesn't make it, any sense. I didn't terrible. even finish the first part of season five because I no. didn't like the And season. he was told by Taylor Sheridan to stick to acting. Okay. So by him saying this, that Kevin Costner was unfairly portrayed, he did a great job for me. Lawyers got involved. It's not going to work out anymore, but I'm not going to say anything really bad about him. Well, I guess in season two, um, Taylor Sheridan told the Hollywood reporter that Kevin Costner was upset. He said he was very upset, and he said his character, John, wasn't going in the direction he wanted. And I said, Kevin, do you remember that I told you this is essentially the godfather on the largest ranch in Montana? Are you surprised the godfather is killing People, what he's clung to is Dutton's commitments to family and way of life. Dutton's big failing is not involving with the times, not finding different money for the ranch. He felt season two was deviating from that. I don't know if he's wrong. In season three, we got back into it. 
I recall him winning a Golden Globe last year for his performance. Wow. So I think it's working. <laughs> so this is all Taylor Sheridan. Like, okay, back This is up. a new interview in the wow. Hollywood Reporter this that is, just dropped. Okay. And like he said earlier, we were talking amongst each other. Then lawyers got involved. Right. And then people start saying things. And now this is way of Taylor trying to get to him without talking through lawyers, maybe, or get his his side of the story out there first before this thing blows up. Like maybe. I said, I think it's... I, asked, it's if, gonna blow asked by the Hollywood Reporter, Taylor, can you do anything to keep this from escalating? He said, I didn't do anything to begin with. Oh. I don't dictate the schedule. I don't determine when things start filming. I don't determine when things air. Those decisions are made way above me. Yep. My control is content. That's it. No production of mine has ever waited on me. Oh, that's those are all shots. These are all fight oh, words. Yeah. There you oh, go. All okay. shots. He's done. Yeah. I don't think. Oh, he's done. Why would Kevin come back if it's not what he wants to do? If it's not going to fill in with his only timeline? if he has contractual obligations that he's going to right. pay back money. That's the only reason. I yeah. mean, if your contract dictate it, dictates yeah. and you're going to lose millions of dollars, you do it. He will do it. Yeah, he will do it. But it's not going to be happy. Yeah, it's all not right. going to be good. So there you go. Wow, that's a little breaking little. Yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah. Ooh. I like that. Uh, Grant, uh, Love Island's returning July 18th, but we got to watch it on Peacock. So will we watch it? But I don't know. No, I didn't watch. I mean, I started watching last year's. It's and then, back to Fiji. Yeah, it's back to Fiji, but we still don't have the great, you know, the guy in between. They took uh, yeah, away. Yeah, why'd they get rid of that good guy? I don't the know. Funny, the, funny the man. The narrator that made every scene, he would bring into every scene some sort of joke or some sort of commentary that made you feel like, okay, I'm thinking these thoughts, so, but I'm not the, alone. He was so funny. He was yeah. the reason to watch it i still cannot believe they got rid of that guy yeah, I, I only watched like three episodes of last season so me i will not be tuning into this one too much work to go to, to peacock it, yes. to watch it peacock is not user friendly uh, it oh, is, their interface is awful, yeah, awful. It's really i can't not. figure out how to even turn on closed captioning barely i yeah. mean i and that's a must yeah you know what casey and i watched which was Excellent. What? Love and Death on Max. Oh, About is the Candy it? Montgomery story yes. with uh, Jesse Plemons, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen, Tom Pelfrey. Um, it really Katie is. Coco. It's so good. It's way better than the Jessica Biel one on Hulu. Okay. It's, it is really right. a good true crime thriller. Because it's gotten such high award, awards it's good. from it's audience good. and everything. Love and Death, it's called. Okay, hang out with us. We've got a fun next hour. We're going to tell you everything that you have to do in St. Paul this weekend. Um, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julianne Maita.